And there'll be more horrendous factory accidents on next week's episode of Two and a Half Men. <laughs> and now... Grain of Truth Network starring Scott McAteer, Claire Gallo, Hayley Goodman, and Corey Glamazina. It's now time for the Five Fast High News, the news that starts a revolution. Here is your anchor, David Innes. <laughs> Did I get told he's so handsome? Oh, that's so nice. It's so nice for a news program that has an audience. Uh, <laughs> good pie and palmer, ladies and gentlemen. I am David Innes, and here are the headlines. A group of hens avoiding the responsibility of egg laying by hiding in a haystack were desperately clucking at straws. <laughs> Due to low popularity, wall calendars are on the way out. Their days are definitely numbered. <laughs> when the president of the US gets a cat, it'll be a trumpet. <laughs> or oh, the mood went down and <laughs> thought to like a little. Uh, uh, sorry, we'll change that. There is no president of the US. Yeah. There we go. And, <laughs> and finally, oh, I wish that wasn't a joke. Um, mathematicians are all in favour of same-sex marriage, for marriage without equality is merely an expression. Yay. Not funny, but true. Uh, and now it's over to the boffins for the opening of the envelopes. What a beautiful day it is to open an envelope. Yes, it's now time for our players to find out for the first time what characters they'll be playing throughout the program. All of our players are seasoned veterans. Hallie Goodman, that's Hallie Goodman, in particular is lightly seasoned with kosher salt. Scott McAteer is spread butter on his envelope and frying it to make it golden brown. Claire Callow has refused the blindfold and is awaiting the envelope to be flung at her. Corey's envelope is going to be a little late as it's currently being used for a plebiscite reasons. That's the end of the opening of the envelopes and we now return you to the Grain of Truth Network. Yes, it's a fantastic day for the straight rights movement as today the federal government has officially decriminalised heterosexuality. Many straight men and women have been arrested for indecent acts, sometimes referred to as snuggery, in the past, but calls have been made for their love to be recognised. GOTN reporter Susan Sharpwit is currently outside Parliament and she's mingling with many of the protesters. Susan, what can you tell us about the scenes outside Parliament House? Well, David, uh, they're just simply disgusting out here. Uh, Les 
heterosexuality everywhere. I feel like I just need to rinse myself off. You rinse yourself off? Are you feeling a little bit overwhelmed by all the uh, blatant uh, displays of love between the different genders? Well, there, there, there is quite frankly uh, quite a lot of uh, hand-holding and <laughs> buying of houses and uh, <laughs> um, they're, they're, they're also talking about wanting to have children and uh, look, there's this it's just not normal, all of this stuff. <laughs> well, that's, well uh, some of us in the studio have a slightly more enlightened view, Susan, but I do appreciate your feelings and they'll be taken into consideration. But, and, of course, you've got a couple of those protesters, Sylvia Savage and Harvey Bilk, um, and we cross now over to your interview. Yes, uh, so, um, Sylvia and Harvey, uh, can you tell us a little bit, some of us in the newsroom don't understand a, a lot about this whole heterosexuality thing. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about what, what your sexuality involves? Like, why did you choose heterosexuality? I just want to breed. I want to have all the kids ever anybody's ever had in the whole world. I just want all of them. I just want to breed. Well, well that doesn't, that doesn't actually make you... My body! That doesn't actually make you, you know, uh, that unique, uh, you know... We homosexuals actually breed quite a lot. Have you ever considered just being a lesbian, like every normal person? No, I would never do that. That is just, it's, it's too natural. I'm different. I'm, I'm a unique flower. Look, I, I have to say, uh, this, is, this is about doing what you like. If I can uh, get it off with a sock or, or the, the gap between my mattresses, what's wrong with a woman? Right, so, so Harvey... Am I given to understand that that you think that heterosexuality is is much like getting it off with a sock? <laughs> infomercials with a lot of people have you tried wiping a mirror oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear no i just said oh dear because i was pressing the wrong button and there we go ah uh, here we go now we know what we're doing okay and now on the grain of truth network we have monsters of the rich and famous What kind of hideous creatures lie behind the mansion door? Usually newspaper magnates. But now we head over to your host, Scott McAteer, for this week's edition of Monsters of the Rich and Famous! That's right, and today we'll be talking about Monsters in Love. Aww. See, once upon a time in a land far away, there was a young bored prince named Jean-Pierre. He craved adventure. He thought to himself, should he, Jean-Pierre, go somewhere and become a legionnaire? Instead, he went to the forest, and in the forest, he met a bear. A very scary bear. He went to shoot the bear with his bow and arrow, and then he realized that the bear was wearing a dress and a tiara. And he said, hey there, bear, you gave me quite a scare. What's the deal with the dress and tiara? 
What's up with that? And the bear said, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> Ah, said the prince, your name's Ursula and you left your cruel family and joined the cult of Artemis and transformed into a bear during the festival of Bronalia. I can tell to empathize with that. Empathize with that. I crave adventure too. We should get married. And then the werebear turned into a beautiful princess. Aww. And she said to Jean-Pierre, And so they returned to Jean-Pierre's castle. And, they, and he introduced the werebear to the king. And the king said, Dude, that's a bear. <laughs> what the hell? You're going to marry an actual bear? What's your married life going to be like? You're going to sit in a comfy chair in the werebear's lair, read a Baudelaire and brush her hair while you share a chocolate eclair? You'll be a fine pair! And Jean-Pierre said, Dad, chill. She's a werebear. She transforms into a beautiful princess. Look. Plus, I proposed before I even knew that, so I'm ace, and that's the moral of the story. And then the dad said, look, yeah, uh, Okay, she's a werebear, but, um, yeah, I'm still not quite comfortable. Jean-Pierre said, why? Well, uh, you know. And Jean-Pierre said, no, Dad, I totally don't know. What are you talking about? And the king said, oh, she's a brown bear. <gasps> and Jean-Pierre said, oh, my God, Dad, that's totes racist. Even for here and now, which is a long time ago <laughs> in a land far away. Okay, Ursula, we're going to plan B this. And the king said... What's plan B? And then Ursula leapt upon him and started tearing him to pieces. And Jean-Pierre stared into his, into his father's eyes. He laughed as he knew that he would soon be king and he would live happily ever after with Ursula because she was truly a werebear extraordinaire. <laughs> But seriously, it did kill a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. She was a werebear. She was a werebear, definitely. She liked killing. It was a thing. <laughs> she that? was a werebear, but she wasn't a, a werebear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny because murder. <laughs> and now it's time on the Greater Truth Network for our first terribly gendered infomercial. On this terribly gendered infomercial, we have Claire and Hallie, who will be selling bank accounts for her. Do you have trouble with numbers? <laughs> Doesn't every lady? <laughs> I just get so confused and I can't find my checkbook next to my wallet and all the change and all of my lipsticks. Oh, jeez. Well, we've come up with an ideal solution at NAB. It's <laughs> With pink, you don't have to do any of your own accounting. We've hired some man to do it for you. <laughs> they'll just get in touch with your husband, or your soon-to-be husband, and they'll hand all of your financial information over to him. And the best part is, there's an app. <laughs> and it's got glitter on it. <laughs> and all the different functions you can do to make your This account is automatically connected to all the stores you generally shop at, such as Supre and Maya and Maybelline. 
<laughs> and don't forget the extra added discounts every time you buy tampons. <laughs> don't be silly. Women don't buy tampons. <laughs> and we'll be back to more hideously gendered products right after this. <laughs> Do you feel you need to bathe after that? Yes, please. Oh. This terribly gendered infomercial is sponsored by Arnott's. Now... <laughs> Up next on the Grain of Truth Network, our latest quiz program, Just One More Question. It's a sudden death style quiz where each contestant gets one more question. The winner gets pudding, the loser gets three consecutive life sentences. Your host, as always, is Lieutenant Columbo. Let's find out more about each contestant. Contestant number one, tell us more about yourself. Hello, my name is Gareth. And I like sharks. Gareth, who likes sharks? Thank you. And let's hear more from contestant number two. Hi, I'm Derek, and I live in my parents' basement. Uh, Derek in the luxurious parents' basement. Well, now it's back, and now we're going to head over to Colombo as we begin. Just one more question. Okay, uh, contestant number one is, I got just one more question for you. Yes. Why the shark pit in your house? Uh, well, when I have guests over and they do not clean up after themselves, I make sure that I clean up after myself. Oh, I see. That answers everything. <laughs> I understand that. All right. Uh, oh, and contestant number two, yeah. you, you were saying you had a basement? Yeah. Uh, tell me about your basement. My, I've been meaning to renovate my basement for ages. Have you had to do any renovations in your basement, like pour concrete over something that you dug there or something? Yeah. <laughs> we had to dig a hole in the concrete and then we had to fill it again with the concrete, but it doesn't match the old concrete and it's really messing up the whole aesthetic of the world. Oh, it's oh, terrible. You gotta have a good aesthetic in your room. Or a shock pit. Shock pits are good for getting yeah, dead I bodies mean, um, and lovers. <laughs> Uh, did, you, did you ever consider digging up the concrete and putting in a shark pit? I will now. All we'll right. be back, back with more. Just one more question after this break. <laughs> now, it's our time for another episode of the Grain of Truth soap opera, The Bold and the Underlined. <laughs> 40-year-old seductress Dr. Cressida Tate is in her incredibly varnished office at St. Heaven's University. Handsome, ripped and muscled 20-year-old undergraduate spunk Hank Bulge is meeting in her office to discuss research advice on his dissertation on the effect of turnips in modern day society. We head now to Dr. Cressida Tate and Hank Bulge. Oh, Hank. I was just reading the effects of announcers on podcasts for not featuring actual things that they mention. <laughs> mm, I agree. Ooh, is quite hot in here. Is there a fan? Uh, no, but you can just, uh... Never mind, my shirt undo is off. The, yes. <laughs> oh, look. Oh, I'll just undo the first couple of buttons on my blouse here. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed myself. Which has absolutely nothing to be... To do with being 40 years old, I am not menopausal. <laughs> Whereas I, I like the number 10. The number of abs that you can see right now. Wait! Let me just pull down the belt. Oh, two more. 
Oh, I love a man who can count accurately, but let me just check. <laughs> oh yes, yes, it's definitely 12. <laughs> now, let us discuss turnips. Do you like things that are round? Many things that are round. With a little sprout on the top and a little point in the bottom. And I love plowing them into the ground. <laughs> and then leaving them there, watching them, season after season, pulling it out and going, oh my, how engorged you have become. I think maybe you should see a doctor about that. <laughs> we shall find out if he's going to see a doctor after these messages. And now it is time for more on Grain of Truth Network for Halley's House of Holistic Hermassage. Do your fingers, uh, do you need fingers digging into your skin in highly specific places? Well, Halley Goodman is just the right set of fingers for you. Let's tune in to hear what advice she gives about massage and you. Thank you, David. <laughs> and welcome. Today we're asking the ever-popular question, when is a good time to get a massage? It's important to be able to recognize when it's the ideal time to go in and get a massage. I am often asked, Hallie, when should I come back for my next massage? Or, Hallie, how often should I be booking massages? Or, Hallie, Jesus, that massage was painful. Holy Lord in heaven, will I ever have to go through this again? <laughs> often the answer I give is, well, as often as you feel it's necessary, but I'm lying. <laughs> because the truth is, you don't usually know until it's too late. And you've stopped working out, and you're gaining weight, and it's been like three weeks, and it's just getting worse. You applied for disability because you can't work because now your hand is numb. <laughs> and you decided it was a good idea to go to the doctor who sees that you can't move your arm and tells you to get surgery, and they literally cut your body open. The truth is, you need a massage. Right now. Or yesterday. Or last week, even. It all begins with acceptance. Acceptance that you have no idea how fucked up your body is. And you are a terrible judge of what is causing you pain. But we can make it easy with a few simple guidelines. Step one, recognizing your pain. If you have been in a car accident, been flung from a carnival ride, or even just simply push down a flight of stairs. Stop listening to this and go to the hospital. You have broken bones and are most likely bleeding. A massage won't help you. Just as well, if you have pain along a nerve pathway beginning at the spine and wrapping around the rib cage and have had a massage with no relief and then break out into a very painful red rash, you have shingles. Go to the doctor and don't let anyone touch you. Redness, swelling, throbbing, don't be vulgar. Go to the hospital. Pain after an incident or accident or attack, hospital. Bleeding, broken bone, hospital, hospital. Dizziness, nausea, excessive vomiting, hospital. Blistering, skin lesions, hospital, hospital. Fever, demonic possession, hospital, priest. <laughs> Everything else, get a massage. 
I hope with these guidelines you can now make a better assessment of your own pain and it helps to guide you to a healthier physical future. Be well, and don't forget to tune the universe to your aura and keep your soul body cleansed with the white light of the heavenly third eye and regular green tea enemas. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> I think I love my <laughs> and, and now on the Grain of Truth Network an update on our main story. Yes, some of Australia's more conservative groups are condemning Parliament's actions to decriminalise heterosexuality. In the studio I have the head of two people, one gender, Herbert Flimflam. Uh, Herbert has made headlines when he claimed he felt threatened that heterosexual, heterosexuals will be now able to interact together legally. He is trying to take this action up to the High Court. Good evening, Mr. Flimflam. Good evening. Now, how long have you and your husband, Alexander, been married for? We've been married now for about 50-odd years. 50-odd years. And what is it exactly that you feel threatened by? I feel this? threatened by any kind of difference. Any kind, any kind of difference, Jim? That's right. Even my own husband yeah. is frankly too different from me for me to be wholly comfortable with. Is it because he's a, a different nationality, a different... Uh, no, it's simply that he's a separate entity to myself. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> so I'm assuming you have di uh, difficulty with the concept of subtraction? Is subtraction is, is absolutely disgusting! Right, you only like to <laughs> add things together to it. No! Don't no, add no. things together! Just be the same thing. Just be the one thing <laughs> and be content with that. That's how the good Lord made us. Let me, let me interrupt. I just, oh, I, yes, I please. can't stay silent anymore. Oh, oh please. Could you I just, I just wanted to speak out for my people. We've been silent long enough. And you know what? We've been around since the early days. You know, like, like the Greeks, they were procreating. Okay? They were procreating. Okay, fine. Man and woman <gasps> were actually together in marriages. Why can't you people, why can't you, why can't you homosexuals recognise that just because you're mainstream? Fine. <laughs> what happened to the Greeks? Hmm? What happened to Greek civilization? Or any... Exactly. <laughs> any other civilization that was different and composed of people has failed. Anything where anyone has to interact and understand a different person's point of view is clearly ridiculous. Um, Mr. Flimflam, we yes? appreciate that, of course, you are, of course, the editor of the Herald Sun, so we do appreciate that uh, very much. But I'm afraid we have to cut this interview short because we have protesters and robots in the studio. So, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, Mr. Herbert Flimflam, thank you very much. Thank you. That now has made every news story more interesting. I want more robots and more protesters bringing their endpoint. Now, and now on the Great of Truth Network, it's time for our newest sitcom, Everybody Loves Gravy. We. We join a tub of gravy who is making himself a sandwich whilst being berated in a typical sitcom fashion by its spouse, the bread roll. Let's see how, let's see them in the kitchen. You remember the last time you ate that big of a sandwich, I had to sleep on the couch. <laughs> well, yeah, but I didn't know. Wow. And then who had to clean the dishes out? Yeah, again, I'm not seeing a problem with this. Oh, um, you're um, such um, a pig, you just spread out 
you get your gravy all over the place. Oh, come on, baby. <laughs> Settle down and give me a hug. Oh, I get oh, no <laughs> <laughs> And who should walk in but their 15-year-old human son, Gary? <laughs> He's got some love troubles. Oh, Gary, don't mind me and your mother. She's just dipping herself in me, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he just loves my role. Yeah. Guys, stop, stop, no! Oh, he's pulling up the side, no! What's wrong, son? Uh, I've seen a girl, and, like, she's, like... Porridge? Oh, porridge. <laughs> 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 sounds like, like, messy. Well, like, my friends make fun of me because, like, it's, she's not popular. Oh, uh, son, son, son. But I was like, what could you get with wheat pigs? I'm like, oh. <laughs> You know, to, to, to your, you know, advantage, porridge is usually warm and squishy. <laughs> and that can be nice. Yeah, so just... Just imagine the porridge just rippling over you. Just all over you. Yeah. Just explain that to your friends. Explain that to your friends that you can rub porridge all over yourself. Okay, okay. I won't tell you about the second problem about the skin. It's like like a firm skin on top. (laughs) We'll be back to more. Everybody loves gravy after this. And now it's time on the Grain of Truth Network for Corey's Movies. Corey Glamazino brings you the latest trailers of films that are totally a thing that's happening. Here is your presenter, Corey M. Glamazino. One world, five oceans, one ship, many destinations. All aboard the Forget the World Express! <laughs> come along, come along. <laughs> One cruise ship captain has a dream. I've got a dream. <laughs> that turns into his worst nightmare. Oh my god, this is horrible. <laughs> what was supposed to be a trip full of pleasure soon becomes a trip not full of pleasure. <laughs> What's the matter, sweetheart? Oh, honey, Tickles was taken care of a long time ago. Tickles says that you're a liar. (laughs) Oh, Pumpkin. Next you'll say that Mummy is still alive. She's very dead. (laughs) Terror and shoes. It's true, sir. Everyone says Tickles is back. No, that's not true. That's impossible. (laughs) And panic reigns as the waves of despair keep crashing in. This fist, we've got to go back. We can't go back. <laughs> we can only go in the opposite direction. Starring Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be a cruise. Christopher Walken. More, more power. <laughs> Michael Caine. If you don't mind me saying so, sir, but we're more screwed than a room full of rabbits, having a screw. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. This boat is cursed, it's a conspiracy. Jodie Foster. It's a conspiracy, this boat is cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Movie trailer voiceover guy. To 
love her. <laughs> Featuring the redigitized face of Alan Rickman as the ship's cook. I have a spoon, you moron. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> With a cameo from Kenny Loggins. Oh my god, we're on the highway to the danger zone, Footloose. <laughs> And featuring Bobcat Goldthwait as the voice of the sentient cruise ship itself. <laughs> I'm gonna play with <laughs> This summer, leave your cares behind and book yourself on the one and only Chink Chink Death Boat. <laughs> to check in with the Boffins for a weather update. Boffins, what can you tell us about the jazz forecast? Thank you, David. We've got some blues initially coming in forcibly from the west. Then these will be stolen from the south and move their way up north. We have some light drum beats coming in with a low chance of four or five time signatures. Be on the lookout for standards as they'll be sweeping in every hotel lobby. Either way, David, it looks like a good weekend to stay indoors. Indeed it does. Well, that's all we have time for here. Remember to embrace the concept of equal rights. That's not funny, it's just a thing. Uh, this episode featured David and a Scott McAteer, Claire Kello, Hallie Goodman and Corey Glamazina. Audio Boffin, James Browning, Set Boffin, Asher Cameron. Station identities provided by Christian Bazzari. Theme music by Matthew Headcraft. Venue provided by The Wesleyan. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. This has been The Grain of Truth Network. <laughs> And now, sport.